We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome to At Your Service. Nice Pat Benatar there, Mike. Mike uh, Mike Anderson is, of course, helming this uh, this flight for you today. Uh, because, listen, I don't know how to fly a plane. <laughs> I don't. Although I have flown a plane once. But then again, I think Stevie Wonder flew a plane once, too. So uh, that's not saying much. Hey, good evening to you. Brad Young sitting in this evening at your service until 11 o'clock. Uh, we always have fun when we're in because uh, we're going to go through uh, a lot of news of the day. We're going to talk about some legal issues. But most importantly, we are going to hear from you. That's right. Uh, if we're not in an interview, the phone lines are always open at 314-436-7900. That's call or text. Uh, I've even got the text line up here and uh, love getting texts. And as long as... They don't contain four-letter words. Most of the time, I'll read them on the air. But uh, sometimes I, I get some words, and I'm thinking, there's an FCC violation waiting to happen right there. So I won't read those. But, uh, well, I will read them, just not on the air. So uh, we've got lots of stuff on tap this evening. But before I go through that, listen, uh, I get lots of emails from listeners, legal questions, observations, criticisms, you know, questioning my parentage, all of those kinds of things, uh, which I love them all, and I respond to every email. So if you want to send me an email, my email address for my law firm, Harris, Dow, Fisher, and Young, my email address is bjoung at harrisdowell.com, H-A-R-R-I-S as in Sam, D as in David, O-W-E-L-L.com. So feel free to email, text, call, Smoke signals, carrier pigeons, you know, whatever it takes for you to contact me or the show, we are up for it. Uh, I'll tell you what's not up is President Biden's approval ratings. <laughs> Have you seen those lately? I mean, at this point, they're falling faster than Brett Hull at the end of happy hour. I mean, they're just going, Mike, Mike you didn't like that joke? Now, come on. That, that was a good joke, Mike. Go ahead. You got a comment on this? No, not okay. really. Just with all due respect to Holly. I know, but you know, the most dangerous place in America is standing between Brett Hull and an open bar. I'm just telling you that. I'm not I'm not uh, disparaging his character, but that man's got a liver of steel. I'm just telling you he does. Uh so anyway, guy Biden's his his approval ratings are just dropping. We're going to look uh, this evening 
at a uh, Quinnipiac poll uh, that shows him at 38% approval, which is really lower than Trump's. I mean, imagine for four years, all we heard uh, from the mainstream media was Trump's an idiot. Trump's a maniac. Nobody likes him. He can't govern. His approval rating stinks. But his approval rating was generally in the low 40s. So Biden's is in the high 30s. So it's even lower. So uh, I, I, uh, at this point, of course, I watched the uh, I, I was scanning the network news tonight. And of course, they don't mention anything about that. So that is certainly not surprising. Uh, speaking of polls, another poll released this week, and we'll break this down as the show unfolds this evening. Another poll uh, shows that Americans are increasingly accepting Marxist and socialist ideals. And, you know, when I when I heard that, I mean, here's the idea. Uh, and, and listen, if you produce TV shows right now, I'm going to give you a free tip. It's going to make you... Uh, $500 million if you produce a TV show. This would be great streaming on Hulu. I'm just telling you. And here's the show. We set up this reality TV show, and uh, basically the show invites these socialist college students to come on, and and they're sent to live in a country that closely resembles their desired political ideology. And they're just left to survive for a couple of weeks. You know, you send them to like uh, 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 Venezuela, okay, or Cuba, or you send them to Belarus and you say, okay, you love socialism? Here, hang out in Belarus for a couple of weeks. And if you're alive in two weeks, you win a million dollars. And you send them over there with a camera crew and see how long they last. Those people are going to come back conservatives. Every single one of them uh, are going to come back conservatives because if you let them loose in a socialist country, uh, they are not going to be happy campers. So anyway, that's my idea for a TV show. And and uh, if you make TV shows, if you make a ton of money, don't forget Brad Young. Don't forget how to spell my name because uh, I do accept checks. Uh, one of the things that we're also going to talk about this evening is inflation. And it's, you know, this is something, and I know you say, oh, come on, really? Inflation? How interesting is that? But I'm going to break down some numbers this evening because when you talk about inflation generically, everybody says, ah, what's up with that? But if you've gone to the store recently, you know that prices are going up and they're going up fast and stuff's not available. And when stuff's not available, prices go even higher. I mean, look at the price of gasoline. Uh, Last I think I got down into low, into the high, like a dollar seventy, dollar eighty, somewhere in there. I filled up today. It was I think it was three oh five. So it's going up every single day. You know it. I know it. Economists know it. But I'm going to give you some real numbers on what it costs average Americans right now because of inflation. And folks, <laughs> you can call it inflation, but the bottom line is it takes money out of your pocket and you don't get stuff for it. That, that's otherwise known as a tax. So we're going to be looking at those numbers this evening. But coming up after this break, we're going to talk to the president of the Missouri Bankers Association about a proposed federal regulation. Again, I know you go yawn, but listen what this thing's going to do. It will allow the federal government to closely monitor your bank account in a way that it's never been done before. Brad Young at your service here on Camo X. We'll be right back. 
All the news and all that matters to you. The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young sitting in. And we're going to jump into some banking issues this evening. And I know you say banking, come on, what kind of an issue is that? But right now, what would you say and how would you react if you knew that the federal government was going to start closely monitoring every one of your financial transactions? It's not a lie. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not something I saw on Twitter uh, this is something that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is defending. Uh, specifically, she's defending a Biden administration proposal that would require banks to report data to the IRS. Yes, your friend and mine, the IRS, on transactions over $600, $600, calling the collection of information, quote, routine after taking heat for the idea that is widely seen as an unprecedented invasion of privacy. So to help us explain what this means, how it might work, and how it may impact you, I reached out to Max Cook. He's the president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. Hey, Max, welcome to KMOX Radio. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. Hey, it's great to have you on this evening, and thanks for making time for us. Uh, right, to do it. right now, my understanding is is that any banking transaction greater than ten thousand dollars must be reported to the IRS. Uh, what's the purpose of that? I've always I've always heard that number. I've had uh, banking people tell me about that. But what's the purpose of that <clears throat> current regulation? Yeah, the current regulation actually is ten thousand dollars in a cash transaction. So if somebody walks into the bank with $10,000 or more in cash and deposits it or makes a withdrawal of 10000 or more, that has to be reported on what's called a CTR, a currency transaction report. And it goes in and the, uh, the uh, FBI and Secret Service and all this, they track those kind of, of transactions looking for uh, drug-related transactions, so forth and so on, illegal activity. That's the nature of the current mm-hmm. uh, reporting requirement. And, and at least from my layman's perspective, there's at least some uh, there's some reasonableness to that because, you know, listen, unless you're going to buy a cheeseburger at Disney World, you don't need $10,000 in cash. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, so yeah, those are going to be somewhat questionable if you're walking around with uh, uh, withdrawing or depositing ten grand or more. So at that point, it's to stop or curtail uh, drug use, uh, drug dealers, and the drug industry. But this new proposal by the Biden administration requiring banks to report all transactions over six hundred dollars. What's the purpose behind this? Yeah, it's not even six hundred dollar transaction. It's gross annual inflows and outflows of $600 or more. So the second that you have put in more than 600 or taken out more than 600 or a combination of the two, everything from that point forward gets um, reported to the IRS. It is a, a, a gross uh, invasion of privacy. Um, I'm amazed that an, an individual like Janet Yellen would uh, defend such a a proposal. It's it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment, illegal search and seizure. Um, it, I don't see how this can stand on its own two feet 
even if it's included mm-hmm. in the final legislation. Well, I, I certainly want to get your specific opinions on that. And we're talking to Max Cook. He's the president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. So if it's a if it's a, a year-long tally of $600, basically if someone has a job uh, that pays them anything more than like $30,000 a year, every time they deposit their paycheck, then that's going to exceed or could potentially exceed that $600 figure. That's exactly right. In fact, if you just took an individual that's making $18 an hour and has no other income, pays rent, buys groceries, buys some gas, so forth and so on, in general, it's going to amount to about $60,000 a year. Mm. So, I mean, virtually every person on the face of the earth is going to be impacted by this. And, and what's the purpose here? Because we talked before, Max, that, that this $10,000 cash transaction was designed uh, to, uh, you know, to, to limit or inhibit uh, the drug industry or the illegal drug industry. But what's the purpose, at least the stated purpose by the Biden administration, of, of this uh, confiscatory proposed rule that would really be a violation of our privacy? Yeah, they... They believe that there are tax cheaters out there, that you and I and others, and and rightfully so, maybe those in the higher income levels, um, they're aiming at because they think there is income being hidden and um, taxes should be paid on it. But in the process of trying to do that, they're sweeping everybody into the proposal Mm -hmm. and uh, violating everybody's rights. The IRS currently has the right to uh, audit uh, individuals and their tax returns if they suspect uh, there are problems there. They don't need this sweeping change in law uh, to do what they need to do. Mm. Well, like so many regulations, Max, it seems to me that the that the perpetrators of 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 this rule, or at least the perpetrators, of this rule is designed to catch. If they've got means, if they've got money, and they're destined, or at least determined to to um, to get around tax laws, they're going to find other ways to do it, even with this new regulation. But those of us who want to abide by the law are going to be the ones who get stuck. Uh, bearing the burden of this invasion of privacy. Yeah. Individuals, small businesses, uh, even the banks themselves are going to have problems with all of this. Um, It's it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, Secretary Yellen made the comment that the banks already capture certain information. This is just an extension of that. Well, she's grossly misstating what goes on today. It'll be a, a major undertaking for the financial ins- institutions across this country to uh, capture, tally, and report uh, this information. The banks don't want to do it. We don't want to be the, the vehicle for mm-hmm. um, putting uh, this information in front of the government. Just too much big brother, to be honest with you. Well, is the banking industry even set up to 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 provide this level of detail to the federal government based upon, you know, current staffing levels in banks? No. Um, First of all, the um, computer power that it will take, if you will, to to capture this information will be tremendous. 
uh, uh, tracking each and every transaction, accumulating it over time, and then reporting it will be huge. And um, uh, the people that it will take to not only update the systems to allow it to happen, but then to uh, prepare the reports and submit it and so forth. It's it's a it's a huge undertaking. I mm. I would tell you I think Secretary Yellen and others who think this is a good idea are out of touch with reality and what really goes on day to day in the lives of the people in this country. Mm. We're talking to Max Cook. He's the president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. And what I'm hearing you say, Max, is that if this provision goes in uh, into effect. The banking industry nationwide is going to have to hire more people, have to hire more, in, in essence, bureaucratic help to, to comply with these regulations, have to com- just add an enormous capability for computers and IT personnel to manage all those new computers, all for something that does not in any way generate wealth for your customers or generate a return for your investors and stockholders and is doing nothing more than complying with government regulations. Do I kind of have that right? You got it right on the head. Wow. That's exactly right. And it's, um, you know, and, and, and forget about the banks for the moment. I mean, I feel for um, the individual taxpayers because if you stop and think, well, this is just one other thing that they have to have and, and prepare uh, for their tax return and so forth. And, you know, if you've tried to sit down and prepare your own taxes, uh, even the simplest return isn't easy. And, you know, we're just going to make it even more complicated, more expensive, uh, more time consuming for the average person out there. And we don't need to be doing that. No, you know, Max, I got to tell you, I'm an attorney. I don't even do my own taxes. I yeah, mean, I look yeah. at it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So yeah, I don't do it. I don't do mine either. <laughs> no, there you go. And you're and you're the president of the Banking Association of Missouri. Okay. So yeah. I mean, we're in the same boat that it's already too complicated, and this is going to make it worse. And I got to tell you, the first thing I thought of when I was reading about this proposed regulation is I was thinking about all of the hacking, computer hacking that's occurred over the last few years through the federal government, where the individual's social security numbers were released, where personal information was compromised, and now if if you are going to be forced as a as a bank to provide all of this enormous reams of banking information to the federal government, all of that now is going to be open for hacking. Yeah, and and the IRS has been hacked over and over and over again, and now this treasure trove of new data is going to be sitting in their servers mm-hmm. and and subject to potential hacks. And um, we just don't need that to happen. It's it's not needed. The information, it's hard to figure out how they're going to use this information to ferret out these tax cheaters, so-called tax cheaters. So, I mean, I don't see the need for it. And you're surely putting everybody's privacy and financial security at risk. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. Hey, last question for you, uh, Max Cook. Uh, what's the next step? In other words, where do we go from here, and when would we know whether this regulation goes into effect or not? Yeah, they are debating uh, this massive $3.5 trillion spending bill right now, and uh, this provision is part of that. It's one of the pay-fors, if you will, 
one of the items they're using to pay for all of the spending. And um, there's a lot of disagreement, even among Democrats themselves right now, as to uh, what the bill needs to do and how much it needs to be. And and they had hoped to have it done uh, by the end of September. Now they're saying the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, the longer this goes, the less uh, likely it is for it to pass. But this thing needs to get get defeated. Um, uh, say what you want about the $3.5 trillion, but this provision needs to be defeated. And individuals need to reach out to their congressman or woman, their senator, uh, or our senators, and let them know that they are opposed to this provision and that it's a massive intrusion of privacy uh, and, and uh, financial security. So uh, make the email, the phone call, whatever. Uh, to your congressman or woman, and um, to our senators. Thank you. Hey, Max Cook, again, president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. Thank you so much for your generous time this evening, and thanks for being with us on Camo X. Happy to do it, Brad, anytime. I will talk to you again soon, I am sure. So I'm going to open the phone lines, 314-436-7900. Does this bother you? I mean, as, as I think about the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures. This, to me, is the exact opposite of the protection that you have as a U.S. citizen under the Fourth Amendment, because basically— By them confiscating your financial data, whether you're guilty or innocent, you're now in a position to have to prove your innocence after they've already confiscated all of your financial information. What do you think about that? 314-436-7900. We've got this and more topics to go. You know, if you if you think this is fun, I mean, we got lots more to do this evening here on At Your Service. Brad Young on Camo X. Don't go away. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Get ready for Sunday Night Football as the Chiefs take on the Bills. Welcome back to At Your Service. And uh, I interviewed the president of the Missouri Bankers Association to talk about this, what I think is an invasion of privacy. I think it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. And I think it's a Hail Mary attempt to claim that you're raising money 
to offset this $3.5 trillion boondoggle that's currently being debated on Capitol Hill. And uh, I just hope for lots of reasons this doesn't pass. But also for just to bring it on home, you know, we in this $3.5 trillion bill, there's all these big ideas about fighting global warming and, and providing for the Family Medical Leave Act, all these big ideas. But the bottom line is this is one of those provisions that will affect every single person that has a bank account. Every single person. That means you. If you have a bank account, this will impact you. And what do you think about the government monitoring all of your transactions once they exceed $600 for an entire year? All that's going to happen, we know it's going to happen. The rich folks are going to transfer their money to the Cayman Islands or transfer it to the Canary Islands or to Switzerland. And the only people left that's going to be burdened by this is going to be me and you. And that's the problem that I have with it. Valerie's been holding through the break. Hey, Valerie, welcome to Camelax. Hi, thank you. Um, I work, so I work for a bank, and I'm familiar with Max Cook and that bill he's referring to. And I think when you just kind of get it down to the, everybody's level, if you would sell your mother's old jalopy car for $750, that could be a flag to the government and to the IRS that there's something weird going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so why are they picking on these low-dollar, uh, but, you know, it's the normal person. It's ridiculous to think that anybody that has a, any kind of a checking account doesn't have that, that $600 minimum um, amount of money. Mm-hmm. Well, does that bother you that the that the feds want to monitor your bank account that closely? I mean, how does that make you feel emotionally? Sure, as a, as a consumer, um, I don't think it's their business how I how I spent my money. Um, you know, if I if it's not illegal, then I should be good. But uh, honestly, probably what banks would do is just say, "I'm going to send you the whole file." Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to force me to do that limit? Um, so do, does the government care that I went and got a tattoo somewhere? I, I don't know. You know, that's just a little over the top because there's so many descriptions, and everybody knows that on your bank statement, of what you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. They don't need to know all that. Um, it should be as an as-needed situation, which it is today. Right. And, of course, we all know that the federal government is just completely rock solid when it comes to computer security. So none of this information, Valerie, none of this is going to be hacked. None of this is going to get stolen. Oh, no, not at all. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Who knows where it goes? And the small small community banks, um, now they've got not only do you have to hire the technology group to make it happen, now you're going to monitor that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Audit's going to look at it and say, oh, did you follow? Let's look at your system. You know, it, it's a continuation of hours um, and generally not cheap hours for the interim. Well, you know, forever. And Valerie, you make a fantastic point because if you're looking at some huge bank like Bank of America, U.S. Bank, Chase Manhattan or those banks, J.P. Morgan, okay, those banks, they've got lots of money. They can hire more people. They can it can install more compu- more computers. It's not a big deal. But when you're talking about the compute the your community bank, your savings and loan, your neighborhood bank that's a small independent bank, that's really going to impact their bottom line because they're going to have to spend money on people and computers that right now they simply don't have. Exactly, exactly. And, and I 
and that's the thing I love about the Missouri Bankers Association is is they are they look at that community level um, and and how what kind of an impact do we have on on the banks that we have in Missouri? Yeah, we have some big ones, but you know there's a whole lot of community banks in between all of that. Yep, you are so right, Valerie. Hey, thanks for calling in this evening. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. You know, uh, I. I've long had this view when it comes to taxes. Uh, I, I pay taxes, and, and because uh, I'm a partner in my law firm, uh, there's no withholding. So I have to actually write a check four times a year to the IRS for all my taxes. I have to physically write a check and send it to the Missouri Department of Revenue four times a year. There is no withholding. So I can tell you to the penny how much I pay in taxes every three months because I've got to actually sit down and write that check. And I, it's painful. I mean, you're going to say, oh, Brad, you're a lawyer. I mean, there's nothing painful about it. Well, yeah, it is because I get to see where that goes. I get to see how much that is. And then I sit and I think about all of the waste, all of the fraud, all of the abuse and all of the mismanagement that happens from the federal and oftentimes state level. And I'm funding that every three months by sending them a check. So my solution for years to the tax problem in the United States has been this. We should stop all withholding for one year for all Americans. So when you get your paycheck, you would get your gross pay. Not that there's no withholding. They, your employer wouldn't withhold your taxes, wouldn't withhold your FICA, wouldn't withhold your Social Security tax, none of that. You just get your gross pay and then every three months, you would have to sit down and write a check to the federal government and to the State Department of Revenue to pay your taxes. And, you know, after about a year of doing that, whenever you have to sit down and write that check and you don't have the money in the account to do it, and you got to go, oh, oh, well, I don't know where I'm going to come up with this. You got to write that check three, four times a year. Everyone in America would be far more concerned. But I, I just feel to the depths of my soul that because of withholding, we don't care about it. I mean, before I was a partner in the law firm, you know, I got my check and I got whatever was left over after withholding. And all I had to do was put it in the bank and make sure that, hey, by the end of the month, there's still some cash in there. Okay. And, uh, and that was the, that was the, the only make the only problem I had to do is make sure that there was money in the bank. But I never thought about how much we paid in taxes until I had to physically write that check. So my hope, and that's never going to happen because the, go the government doesn't want you to know how much you pay. And if you have withholding right now from your paycheck or from your Social Security benefits, if I were to ask you how much do you pay in taxes, your answer would be, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I know exactly what I pay. And so uh, at this point, that's my idea, and I don't think anything's going to come of it, but I certainly wish that it would. Hey, we're going to take a break. What's on your mind? How do you think about or what do you think about this idea about withholding? What do you think about this idea of the federal government monitoring your bank account down to $600 in yearly transaction? Anything above 600 would get reported to Janet Yellen herself. What do you think about that? 314-436-7900 on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Work or play? KMOX is right there with you. We go where you go. 
You know, talking about taxes a lot of times, it's not the most interesting uh, topic. So I'm going to wrap it up just with this comment. Did you see AOC's dress the other night? I forgot what the event was. It was some kind of a awards banquet gala, you know, where she shows up in this white dress. And in red letters, it said, tax the rich. And she thought she was pretty cute wearing this dress that said tax the rich. Now, the funny part about it is the designer of the dress, I forgot the guy's name, but the guy who designed that dress owed tens of thousands of dollars in back taxes. So I thought that that, that was a little ironic there that the designer of the dress is a tax scofflaw. So uh, go figure that one out. But when it comes to taxes, and again, these numbers can just be mind-boggling. So just to break it down and to, and to put a bow on this topic, I looked up the most recent data, 2018. That's the most recent data that we have from the IRS. And the top 1% of taxpayers, top 1%, paid $616 billion in income taxes, which was 40% of all income taxes. So the top 1% of taxpayers paid 40% of all taxes. And the bottom 50% of taxpayers paid zero. That's basically how it breaks down. So the bottom 90% of taxpayers represented about the same amount of money. So my point in mentioning that is when we get into these arguments and we hear whether it's AOC, whether it's a, a Senator Elizabeth Warren, whether it's Bernie Sanders talking about how the rich don't pay their fair share. Here's what I always want to know. I always want to know this. What's a fair share? Give me a number. Tell me what that number is. I wish I could depose them because that would be about the, that would be the first question I would ask. What do you define as a fair share? Because if you'll notice, no one ever tells you what that fair share is. And there's a real reason for that. If they tell you what that fair share is, and then you pay that, they can't come and squeeze you for more money later. So if you ask about, oh, well, I'll, I'm more than happy to pay my fair share. Just define what that means, and I'll just write a bigger check every three months when I pay my taxes. Nobody will ever define that. Not Biden, not Yellen, not Warren, not AOC. None of them will define that number for you. And so I've always wanted to go to some Q&A with one of these uber lib progressives. And just when they start spouting about paying their fair share, it seems to me that if you're in the top 1% of taxpayers and that 1% pays 40% of all taxes paid, to me, that pretty much defines the fair share, doesn't it? How is that not a fair share when 1% pay 40%? And in fact, I've gotten about six texts in the last 30 seconds here at 314-436-7900. And one of them was these people claiming fair share are simply jealous of those with more. Yes, that's a lot of it. And it's also the fact that, and I think it was Margaret Thatcher that said, Living on somebody else's money is a great idea until they run out of money. And that's a loose paraphrase of Margaret Thatcher. And that's exactly what it is. The progressives want to have this agenda where everyone can just not work 
and collect benefits and make the rich pay it. What they don't understand is the rich are never going to pay it because they're going to figure out ways they're going to have tax lawyers and accountants and offshore bank accounts, and they're not going to pay this. So you can, you can enact all of the regulations you want. You can pass all of the laws you want. The people who will be harmed by those laws and regulations aren't the Jeff Bezoses of the world. They're not the, the Bill Gates of the world or the Warren Buffetts of the world. The folks who are going to get hosed by those laws are me and you, your family, your friends, the people you invite over for Thanksgiving, and the people that you go to birthday parties with. Because the Jeff Bezoses aren't going to pay it. And if they don't pay it, somebody has to. And that's why it's just the enormous game of musical tax chairs. And when the music stops playing, Jeff Bezos is up in space with William Shatner, who's going to space next week, by the way. Captain Kirk going to space. But at this point, they're not going to be worried about sitting in the chair when the music stops playing. It's going to be me and you that lose out on the seat. So because they're not going to be playing the same game that we're playing. They're simply not. And thank you for, again, I just got another text in here, and I appreciate those comments. Thank you very much. Uh, keep those, uh, what's, it, what's it, keep the cards and letters coming. We always appreciate that. And after the break, we're going to take a break here in, in, uh, in about a minute. But what I'd like to talk about next hour is inflation. Now, you know, again, I know it's monetary stuff, but I don't want to talk about the concept or the philosophy or talk about stagflation or uh, uh, or the Phillips curve when it comes to economic analysis. I don't want to talk about that because that's academic stuff. But I'm going to break down some inflation figures, but I'd like to hear from you. How have you noticed inflation impacting your bottom line? When you go to the store, when you gas up your car, when you buy your groceries, when you you buy any goods or services, how is inflation impacting you, because that's what really matters, not what some economist says in Washington, but the folks right here on Main Street, USA. Brad Young in this evening at your service until 11 p.m. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.